Hello, welcome to Skull RPG Podcast. My name is Dwight Skull. My name is Jacob Skull. And today we're going to teach you how to tell, tell your, your story. story. The next one on our list is Vampire the Masquerade. Yeah. Not to be confused with Masquer- Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines, which is one of the many video games versions of it. Yeah, so Vampire the Masquerade is a World of Darkness. It's the publisher, and they... Um, they came out in early '90s, late '80s, and White they, Wolf's the publisher. World of oh, Darkness is the universe. Thank you very much. White <laughs> Wolf is the publisher. World of Darkness is the universe. You're right. They came out right before in the '90s, and uh, the big deal in the '90s, if you grew up in the '90s like I did, uh, I was in high school in the '90s, was the Y2K year 2000 thing. So, unlike Shadowrun, which I think came out after the 2000s or somewhere close around there. Uh, instead of fixating on the Mayan end of the world, we fixated on Vampire Masquerade fixed it on, you know, the 2000 Y2K bug and other things. The end of the world was supposed to happen in 2000 and no one exactly knew what that was. But it, what the system and the setting is for vampire is that you are playing a set of vampires. There are 12 ish clans. There's, you can divvy up clans differently, but we'll just there's say there's many subclasses, yeah. some cl- subclans, but there's, there's 12 to 13 main, main clans. clans. And a group of them have agreed to basically be underneath what's called the masquerade. What that means is during the Middle Ages, when they got all high and mighty and started basically doing whatever they wanted because they had a bunch of power, all the humans rose up. And created the Salem Witch Trials. Spanish Inquisition. Spanish Inquisition. Every time they've risen up and shown themselves, the humans all band together and they do a lot of damage to the supernatural world. So the concept of the masquerade is we're not going to reveal ourselves anymore. So everything we do is in secret. So they have these masquerade violations. And there's a like seven, I believe, clans that are uh, vowed to do that. And the game is highly can be highly political because every city, cities are where vampires hang out. The werewolves hang out outside of the city in the country. And so in the cities, you have uh, clans trying to control power, both human political power and vampiric political power. Mm-hmm. And you can do this game any way you want, right? You can, uh, the cool thing is you have all these different clans you can choose from. Each of the clans deal with vampirism differently. They kind of grab all of the vampire lore in way, one way, shape, or another, and shove it into the same concept. It's really cool. I like it a lot. Um, yep. But you are the anti-hero, to be very clear. You are, every morning you get up and you decide if you're going to go hunt for blood. And if you're certain classes, you could spend points to make sure that the hunting for blood is just your household servants, and you just do that. Other classes are literally stalking people on the street. There are rules for draining people entirely or just draining them of a pint of blood as opposed to yeah. death. Just enough to keep you going, not enough to kill. Because right. that's a masquerade violation. Exactly. Because the idea is if we just, if the vampires started leaving just bodies on the streets drained of blood, well, the humans will realize, wise up, and start looking for a bunch of vampires because, you know, a stake through the heart is death. Fire is death. Sunlight is is death. Holy water does nothing to them. Garlic does nothing to them. And your holy symbol does nothing to them. Unless you have absolute true faith in a God. And then it does something to yep. you. It's a, it's an, it's a good system. I like it a lot. Um, it's a little different than the others. Um, what you're going to, you have a set of uh, abilities or attributes at the very top, like, you know, normal things like strength, dex, con, you know, con. Um, but you also have other things like mental um, and social 
abilities. Again, since this is political, they're very concerned about your physical, your mental, and your social. And you get a set of abilities. You get a seven and a five and a three. And you'll choose how many dots, and each dot is worth um, a certain amount of power. And everything gets one dot um, automatically. And so what you get to do is you get to add X number of more dots into a certain group. What that means is, let's say you want to be really big and tough, you put your seven points in your power, your mental, your, sorry, you want to be really big and tough, you put your seven points in your strength, your dex, or your con, however you see fit. But that means that your social or your mental is going to be either five dots or three dots. And these are extremely expensive later on in the game to purchase. So what's kind of nice is it forces you to either be very social, very intelligent, or very powerful. Like physically powerful. And each one of these things affect different skills differently. And it also um, goes into your character build tremendously. So if you're playing the fighter type of class, you'll do your, you'll basically want to pick up one of the clans that has the ability to soak damage and do things really quickly. But you could decide, you know, I'm going to go mental and you can pick one of the clans that literally has a lot of the, a lot of their stuff's around computer hacking and technology and learning information. And so, you could really play this game however you want. And the nice thing that I like about Vampire the Masquerade is just the versatility of the stories you can tell. And that's the other difference between this and D&D. This book starts with a lot of stories. In fact, the first three pages of the, of the, of the player's book is stories. And then every single time you do like a major chapter break or something like that, you're going to have another side of the story. And they tell you in there, here are the rules for Vampire the Masquerade. If the rules conflict with the story you're trying to tell, throw the rules out. They're very concerned on you and your players telling a story together. And so it's a different way of, um, you can't rules lawyer like you can in D&D on Vampire because yes. there's no rules to lawyer in Vampire. Um, because the, the, the storyteller, as they're known, could just throw them out. Yes. I mean, totally could just throw them out. And then because of that, Vampire doesn't give you a lot of extra material because the idea is that you make it up for whatever fits your story. Yep. So it's a lot harder for newer GMs to play things like a group or a vampire because there's nothing there outside of the base rules. Yeah. So there's no pre-made adventures for vampire. There are, but they're not, not they're not prevalent and not as prevalent much. and not not as many as, as there are for D D. Oh no. So close. it's harder for you to learn how to be a it's harder for it's harder for you newer GMs to get into those and, ones from D D because you don't have pre-made rules to, as a guide well, and as how as helpful. And you buy the Vampire the Masquerade book and that's your book. That's uh, it. There's no real stats for enemies in there. No. You could roll up other monsters if you wish, but there's not even enough in there for you to roll up. I mean, I think they have a couple, like a, a base werewolf and some other stuff. But I'll be honest, a werewolf fighting you is going to destroy most vampires. And any werewolf's going to kill vampires. They're they're big. They're nasty. Um, but the point is, with Vampire the Masquerade, is most of these games isn't about the combat. In fact, it's less about the combat than anything else. Yes, you're going to have combat in the game. I'm sure you will. Combat's deadly. If you want. Any way to avoid combat is better. Yeah, and that's the whole point, right? Where it would be kind of weird to think about it this way, especially in like coming from a D&D world. But you could literally, and I think we have, had an entire um, campaign, like six to eight months of gameplay in Vampire the Masquerade, 
without, I don't know, more than three combat episodes. Mm -hmm. Because the concept was that, look, your characters aren't built for it. Um, It's violation of masquerades half the time anyway. Because if you start showing your vampiric power with a potential person on the street, then you might get hunted down by your own kind because they take that rule really personal. They'd rather put you down than all of them be put down. And so... um, it's just this interesting thing of of how that works. Now, if you played Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines, which is the great, a really great game, highly, de- highly buggy, my God, um, but really great game. It gives you a good concept of how the gameplay goes out. There's a lot more combat in that video game than there ever is in any of the, the RPG versions I've ever played. Um the nice thing is, too, again, there's no mats, there's no minis, there's none of that. There's no reason to. Just need the book and D10s. Book and D10s. Yeah, D10s are the way to go. You roll a bunch of D10s for everything you're doing. If you roll a 1 on any of your D10s, you immediately remove the top... Uh, 9 or 10. Well, you remove the top uh, number, whatever it is. Yeah. So the nice thing is if you roll a 10 and it stays because you don't roll any 1s or you didn't roll enough 1s, um, you can re-roll that 10 again to add to your successes. And most things have a base success of 6 or 7. So you have to roll a 6 or a 7 to go up beyond it. And it's really simple. Um, if you have like 4 dots and, and 1 thing, then you would roll 4 dice. Most most skills are a combination of one of your attributes plus one of your skills. So it's like you want to do athletics. I would say, okay, what are we doing? Oh, we're running a long distance. Then I'll make you run your stamina, your con, and your athletics ability. Or, and if you don't have athletics, then you're just running or, your con. Or uh, shooting a gun is your dex plus your firearm skill. Yeah. Using, either using your fists is brawling plus... Strength. Strength. If you're using other, like a melee weapon, it's your melee weapon skill plus strength. Right. So normally you're going to be rolling about, on average, if you're... Five eight, to seven dice. Sometimes eight if you're specking it in terms of that's all you do. Yeah. But regard, and then what you do is you just roll those many dice. It's really a simple system. Um, you look at all the ones to remove all the highest numbers. Whatever's left, anything that landed over whatever the number you needed to hit, six, seven, eight, or nine, five if it's really easy. Um, whatever you had, like, let's say it was a seven and you rolled two sevens after everything was said and done, then you hit twice. That'll give you damage uh, bonuses because you hit better than just once. And um, you go from there. So it's really not a hard system. The only problem with it is there are no real monster manuals for it. I found kind of one called like Gods and Monsters, but it didn't, it's not exactly what I was expecting. So there's, you know, a hint if you want to go into this, a monster manual for uh, World of Darkness games would be a really good thing to put out there. You definitely get it sell. But that said, um, Vampire Masquerade is a really fun game. Really enjoy it, but remember it's it's dark because you are playing vampires um, and not the nice Twilight vampires, but like more the Bram Stoker vampires that are bent on ruling the world and eating and killing a bunch of people just secretly now. Who have long lost their morality. Yeah, and the older you get, the worse that is. So... If you, anyway, if you like that kind of stuff, you haven't even tried it out, you should definitely try Vampire the Masquerade out. If you want to get a feel for the world, I would suggest Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines. You can pick it up again, Steam, GOG. It should be like less than $10, $15. And um, it's a good way to get introduced to the world. But just remember that most of the real games don't have that much combat. Um, that's an easy way to do for video games. So that's it.
Hey, thanks for listening. And for more resources, please go to SkullRPG.com.